This is Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton. Let's get into it. Well, the first week of the season has been interesting for the Yankees, to say the least. Um, They did win the home opener, obviously, season debut home opener against the Baltimore Orioles. Very nice game. Unfortunately, it's been downhill from there offensively. Injuries just keep piling up. The latest are Giancarlo Stanton with a shoulder strain. Andy Hart as a partial tear in his labrum uh, when he slid back into third base on Saturday. Now Tulowitzki is on the injury list with a calf strain. And that makes a total of 10 players on the injury list for the Yankees already this season. Thankfully, it is April and not September, so there's time to, you know, get everybody back and healthy. Sabathia should be returning soon from his recovery from his angioplasty surgery to get back in the rotation, but offensively, this team is struggling mightily right now, and when two of your best hitters are on the injured list, that does not help your offense at all. Um... Looking at all these injuries and strains, uh, Hicks has a back strain. Like I said, Stanton with a shoulder strain, Tula with a calf strain. Is it time to maybe look at the training staff itself? This has been seemed to be an ongoing problem for the last couple of years where guys just cannot stay healthy. They seem to not be, uh, if nothing else, stretching right. If they're straining these muscles, and granted, Tulowitzki has a injury history of the past two or three years, so this injury does not come as much of a surprise. It was a cheap risk by the Yankees, which uh, to replace him on the roster, they have called up Tyro Estrada. I hope I am pronouncing that name correctly. Uh, he is a minor leaguer from Venezuela. He has not played a whole lot the last couple years. He was shot in a robbery attempt back in 2016. And then in 2017, he had some injuries as well. So uh, kind of really stretching things right now with the injuries roster-wise. When you call up a guy who hasn't played a whole lot the last couple years to fill in for Tulowitzki, obviously... We hope he uh, does not have to play a lot. Right now, Torres obviously will be the shortstop. Thankfully, he has a lot of experience with that position in the minor leagues. Uh, Tyler Wade will be manning, manning second base. And it's been the same old story for Tyler Wade throughout his career. Great glove, good speed. Just cannot hit the ball in the major leagues. I mean, does not translate from minor leagues to the majors at all in his career and unfortunately the Yankees need offense in a big way right now and yes uh, Wade was upset when he was sent down at the beginning of the season not on the 25-man roster but you get a chance to play and get called up you really need to uh, back your your uh, outburst or lack of your voice your concerns by coming out with a hot bat, and he has just not done that. So, 
kind of legitimizes the Yankees' move of putting him down in the minor leagues. Uh, the only hot bat right now for the Yankees is DJ LeMahieu, who looking like a fantastic move by the Yankees, who will obviously get plenty of playing time now at third base with uh, Miguel Andahar out for the foreseeable future. They will not proceed with surgery right now with Andahar. They believe it's a small tear, and there's a history where you can let that heal for a few weeks and then get back to doing baseball activities and eventually uh, playing baseball again. Greg Bird had the same injury in 2016. He was able to sit out a month, uh, came back in June, and then proceeded to play the rest of the season. But at the end of the season, he did undergo surgery to complete the repair and missed the 2017 season. So hopefully... Uh, that is not the same issue for Andahar. He's optimistic it can heal on its own. The Yankees are doing everything to avoid surgery at this point, so we'll keep our fingers crossed. Unfortunately, he plays a very hot position at third base where your arm strength is important, especially with the way he swings the bat. It's, it seems like kind of a risky move at this point, but... You know, you want to give him a shot to be able to play again before you shut it down for surgery this early in the season. But thankfully, the Yankees do have DJ LeMay, who, who right now is the Yankees' hottest bat. He's batting 438, always seems to be on base. His on-base percentage is, in fact, over 500. His ops is over 1,000. So a very shrewd acquisition by the Yankees, it looks like at this point. Unfortunately, LeMahieu is... Not the guy you want to rely on for offense. Luke Voigt looked like he was going to pick up where he left off last year with that game, the first inning three-run home run in the first game of the season. And since then, he's been kind of quiet and quite a few strikeouts. Of course, the whole Yankees lineup has been quiet. Uh, yesterday, they set a record by striking out 18 times in a nine-inning game. When you only have 27 outs and 18 of them are strikeouts, that's not going to get your offense going at all. But that is a result of the swing and miss, swing for the fences approach the Yankees have taken with the launch angles and boom or bust home run offense. Thankfully this year they did acquire somebody like DJ LeMahieu to get on base for those bats. But it just is a major result of this new offensive approach in Major League Baseball. And I'm sure that another team will probably set that record at some point. Maybe not this year, but in the near future. It's just the way, unfortunately, baseball is played. And if you're longing for those contact hitters and station-to-station baseball, that's not going to be the case anytime soon because the results have shown, and studies have shown, apparently, that this is... The best way to succeed in baseball, whether you like it or not, and it's going to be here to stay for a while. Uh, Stanton, or I'm sorry, Judge, started off the season really well. Has kind of cooled off lately, obviously with several strikeouts. The last couple games, he did have the RBI single last night to drive in the lone Yankees run against the Tigers. But they have lost back-to-back series to open the season. They are 2-4, and four, so... It's the first week of the season. 
So a lot of fans are panicking, saying this is carryover from last year, which is true in some instances. But you know, it's the first, like we said, the first week of the season. There's a ton of injuries. Guys will come back, and as the weather warms up, the bats will warm up too. You got to imagine. And the Yankees are not the only team struggling right now. Uh, all the contenders actually in the American League are scuffling out of the gate. The Red Sox except for last night when they won the game 6-3, to three, have been struggling mightily. They were shut out for two games back-to-back against the A's. So, the Red Sox are struggling. The Astros are scuffling out of the gate. They're 2-4. and four. The Indians are struggling as well, and they're favored to win the Central Division as usual. So, in fact, Corey Kluber is 0-2, and he's just been getting battered his first two starts of the season. So, offense will come around, and fans will say, well, there's other teams that are doing quite well offensively, like the Rays, and surprisingly, the Orioles at this point, they are uh, in second place in the division at this point. The Orioles have won back-to-back series to start the season when they were projected to be the worst team in baseball. But, as with most sports seasons, the cream of the crop usually rises to the top as we usually see and the bad teams kind of get mired in where they're supposed to be so the next couple weeks or so I think we'll see the Yankees you know bounce back and come back then be in that race for the division but it's obvious the Rays are going to be a problem for both the Red Sox and the Yankees this season pitching has just been absolutely fantastic so far and the offense has been doing quite well as well. So the Rays are not going to be a pushover. They, I think they will definitely probably contend for most of the season. So it's going to be a three-team race, I think, not just the uh, conventional Yankees-Red Sox uh, pennant race that we have expected the last handful of years in this division. So uh, if the Red Sox and Yankees think it's just going to be them this season, you know, they need to uh, wake up and look at the Rays, which I don't think the Yankees will be taking the Rays lightly at all as they have historically struggled with the Rays since they have come into the league as a franchise, especially down in Tampa Bay. So, again, the long season. Offense will come around. It's uh, kind of the same thing that happened last year. It all worked out. The team did 100 games. We just hope these uh, strains and muscle pulls are not going to be a trend for the rest of the season and the guys can get healthy and, you know, get this offense up and rolling like the like all everybody has expected all season. A welcome bright spot for the Yankees has been the starting pitching, save for a clunker from J.A. Happ on Sunday. The starting pitching has been extremely solid for the Yankees, even with Severino out for the first month of the season. Tanaka has just been a stud, throwing back-to-back quality starts, and has a 1-3-5 ERA to start the season. So, uh, kind of a question as to how solid the starting rotation would be. I think it's pretty safe to say, as long as these guys stay healthy, pitching is going to be the strong, strong suit of this team as well. Herman even threw a beautiful game, although he did have five walks in his season debut against 
the Detroit Tigers. He had seven strikeouts, pitched five innings of great baseball. Uh, so just up and down starting pitching has been extremely solid for the Yankees. Lois Sega didn't give up a run in his uh, season debut last night as well. Unfortunately, the bullpen has let the Yankees down the last couple outings. Chad Green giving up the two-run home run last night, and Aroldis Chapman giving up three runs in the top of the ninth of the game on Tuesday night. So starting pitching has not a concern. Ottavino has been, as advertised, just lights out. Uh, three strikeouts the other night. Gives up a couple hits here and there, but he is e easily finds his groove and settles back in. So the pitching is going to be, again, a Yankees strong suit this year. The offense will come around. This team is not going to finish in last place. There's just too much talent on the team to do that at this point. So and if you're looking at this roster right now, you got Talkman in the outfield, who is it was a security blanket for the team when Aaron Hicks went on the injury list with his back problems, was not expected to be on the field at all. It was just more of a emergency stopgap. Well, he is that emergency right now. Great glove in the outfield. Has flashed a bat a couple times, but and offensively he has historically not been a factor at all in major leagues. You have Clint Fra Frazier on the team who he needs to put up if he's going to be on, wants to have a spot on this roster. So this is his time to prove something. Uh, like I said, you have Tyler Wade at second base. Gary Sanchez seems to be coming out of his offensive slump. Unfortunately, defense is really letting him down. Specifically, the one strong point of his catching game was throwing runners out at second base, and he has several throwing errors the first weekend of the season, overthrowing the second base a handful of times uh, to start the season is definitely starting to become a problem with his defense, but uh, with a bat like that, you just can't keep him out of the lineup. So, and Sanchez is working to come back around. Right now, this whole team is just in a funk. They will work out of it. Um, once some guys start getting back healthy, Aaron Hicks should be coming back in the next couple weeks. He's definitely missed. Brett Gardner, he's at the end of his career. Brilliant outfielder, but a bat at this point in the season. If I was Boone, I would bat him ninth. And... LeMayhew at the top of the order right now until Hicks gets back kind of keep that uh, continuity with the uh, the top of the lineup going between Gardner and LeMayhew and save it out there but right now he's got Gardner leading off because historically that's where he's been which was kind of the same issue the Yankees did with Jeter at the end of his career kept him at the two spot in the rotation even as his bat was slowing down and wasn't quite the same player as he was it's kind of a rewarding a lifelong Yankee for his service with the team and showing his status on the team but overall I think right now it's just hurting the team with when Gardner's not getting on base to keep that offense going and with LeMahieu always seemingly to 
getting on base every time he's up at the plate just makes sense to have him hitting leadoff at this point, giving Judge opportunities to drive in some runs. Luke Voigt, uh, you got Greg Bird who can move move runners. Sanchez, of course, with his bat. So uh, if I was Boone, I would definitely put LeMayhew at the top of the order to try and get this offense going. But unfortunately, I believe today Gardner will be leading off and LeMayhew is batting sixth if I looked at the roster correctly. So still going with uh, the standard lineup for the Yankees. Um, Voigt batting third in the lineup behind Aaron Judge and then Sanchez behind him. So we'll see if the Yankees bats can get going. They're in Baltimore. It's definitely a hitter's ballpark. And going up against Alex Cobb, who's making his season debut, uh, another pitcher who has struggled with injuries uh, since he was hit in the head with a baseball about three years ago, just has not been able to ever get right since. Hopefully the Yankees can jump on him early wake up those bats and get it going and jumpstart this team and make that run for the rest of the season and not look back. So we'll see how the Orioles and the Yankees fare against the Orioles this weekend because then they got a series with the Astros and the week after that, a two-game set with the Red Sox. So these games, you got to win. I mean, they're Teams that are bad, you have to beat the bad teams when you're going to have tough games against the good teams. So pile up the wins now and and get ready because the season's only going to get tougher from here. We'll see how the Yankees do, and we will be back next Thursday with more Bronx Bombers Beat. You're listening to Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton, part of the MTMV Podcast Network. Sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice. Baseball fans rejoice. It's my team, my voice. For the most baseball coverage on MTMV Sports, tune into the Out of the Pin Podcast every other Friday night. Join me, Eric Boston, and the rest of the Out of the Pin Baseball team as we bring you interviews, discussions, and the latest happenings from around the baseball world. It's the Out of the Pin Podcast. Check out our website at outofthepinbaseball.com where you always get baseball from a fan's perspective.